0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Love Spurts, your guide to love, sex, and happiness. With me, Dr. Jordan, and Shamaste Owen. Shamaste, and it's very
1: good to see you again, Dr. Jordan, and good to see you too. Owen. Shamaste Owen. Thank you. Can I just say what a wonderful week that I've had? Um, I'm not sure about yours, but I had a really important week this week. And a week of what I would consider growth, where the body and the mind, as a unity of a sort of double pyramid, grew together. What I'm saying there is that I met some very good people during the week that taught me a lot of valuable lessons about how to bridge the third
0: eye. And uh, what was it exactly that they did teach you in how to bridge the third eye? Well, what happened was, I was walking down the street on,
1: I think it was Tuesday. Now, it could have been Thursday, but it was definitely Tuesday. And I was walking away and I seen these two people and they were taking pictures at a bridge. And I said, guys, I would love to take a picture for you. What I noticed was that they were having a massive argument. A beautiful wife and a husband that didn't deserve to have her. And I thought, you know what? Congratulations to the man. So as I was taking the picture, I could sense tension. And I said to the guys, is everything okay at home? And the man told me, you need to stop prying into my life. And I said to him, you're living a life full of sadness. And then I got talking to his soon-to-be ex-wife. And we went down to a local cafe and we started chatting. And what became apparent to me was that the the woman herself was very, very... Very friendly. And um, I got to know her over the course of three to five hours in a local pub called
0: The Cock and Balls. And I imagine that she was very grateful for your help. Mm, Um, Delighted. Sounds like a very tough situation that the woman was in. And it was maybe, some might call it luck. Mm -hmm. Others might call it destiny. I call it brain power that you were there at that time. Of course. And if you've ever read the
1: book... The Secret of the Way, which is a book that my father wrote back in the 60s when he was based over in England and he had no work and he wanted to figure out his way. And that talks about feeling the tension between two folk and I felt there was tension between the lady and the man and henceforth I took the lady out of the equation Mm. and I told the man to get a taxi back to the gaff. Mm -hmm. And
0: there's not really much more you could do in that situation. You were a mediator... Mm-hmm. and also a spiritual guide a gui- exactly. a guiding light yes very much so I was almost like a light
1: into her life that shone down on her face and sort of if that light could
0: talk it would have said where are you from yourself <laughs> thank you Shamaste Owen now my dear listeners our dear listeners ours the theme of the podcast today is forgiveness mm. and I just wanted to speak a little bit now on the theme of forgiveness. So this week I was invited to speak at the prestigious Cambridge University, which once home to such intellectuals as Stephen Hawking, Albert Einstein, and Noel Edmonds. And during my speech, I noticed in the audience that basically everyone there admitted that they struggled with trying to forgive someone. Mm. And so on on a 10-point scale where one equals Get to fuck like I'm fucking talking that cunt again. And 10 equals complete and utter forgiveness. About half reported scores lower than six regarding their ability to forgive somebody in their life right now. Now, this isn't surprising at all, is it? In fact, it's bloody obvious. Mm -hmm. I'd say we all probably have people in our life that we just want to strangle alive to death, you know? Yes, dead. You know, be a friend. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, someone who's always late mm. Or uh, uh, an unfaithful, beautiful wife oh my God. Can you list a few people whomst you feel victimised by Or whomst harmed you in some significant way Well, well I mean, maybe you're asking me, Dave So, think of Dave when from I talk yes. Think of Dave, Spa Dave Is this the guy who won't give you the jambans? Yes, that's the guy that barred me from the shop So think of Dave there, Shamistay Owen. So maybe someone you know teases you at work or claimed to be horse riding but ended up getting rotted by a dirty plumber. Or maybe you've harmed someone and now feel bad or perhaps even mortified by your own behaviour. Maybe you know that they absolutely deserved it in every way possible, but society says, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right, okay? Even though there is absolutely no evidence of any wrongdoing whatsoever they just keep at you and at you and at you oh can you come in please we need to ask you a few questions oh can you come in just a couple more questions can you fuck off i have tickets to wimbledon Mm. did you know that holding onto resentment can cause you physical harm as well yes i knew that well yeah because it can yes you're right confirmation Um, these emotions can manifest themselves into such things as sleepless nights the fizzy gravies and even becoming an important risk factor for cardiovascular disease such as fat heart. With all that in mind, I've got some top tips on the art of forgiveness, okay? Mm -hmm. So number one, forgive, but never forget. Forgive someone, but never forget what they did, okay? Okay, Mm -hmm. so that way, in the future, if you have the opportunity to fuck someone up the jacksy, you take it, and you feel that sweet relief of getting even. Number two, forgiveness is not a sign of weakness, okay? In fact, it's the opposite. It's actually a sign of strength, which is why such hunks as Arnold Schwarzenegger and Vin Diesel are known to physically have hearts of gold. That's a medical confirmation. Their hearts are physically made of gold. And number three, forgiveness doesn't depend on the other person apologizing. If they don't apologize or accept your forgiveness, that means that in the eyes of the law, you've won. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's official as well. Like, so if you went up to a judge, they'd be able to give you a piece of paper that says you won. They don't accept your forgiveness, so you won. Okay, so you can ask a judge or, or your local policeman. Okay, and finally, the secret sauce in the forgiveness burger is letting go. The bun is self-worth. And, and moving on is the pickles and you know i know what you're saying well some people don't like pickles okay i i like pickles i love them you know if i actually buy a jar of pickles from my local supermarket and i'll just snack on them or like when i watch tv or sometimes i'll just cut them up Mm. and i'll um just have them on a sandwich or Mm. or a salad they really do add to the flavor so i recommend keeping a jar of pickles in the press just in case you want to add a little pizzazz mm. to that this beautiful food of yours you know thank you and that that there is the art of forgiveness mm. that's a very beautiful thought um,
1: Dr. Jordan and I want to say from a very important person as myself Shamaste Owen forgiveness is the key to believing mm. and if you can find a path that you can conquer then I want to get on top of your back and pat you there and go, yes, you are
0: on the way. Now, I I did actually wanna ask you, Mm. um, can you recall the moment in your life when you broke through that barrier Mm -hmm. of pain and forgiveness? You bashed upon the door, of pain, and you maybe the door was locked, and you put your fingers through the letterbox, and you you kind of get japping the 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 mm-hmm. letterbox so, like that, and then yes. you put your fingers through, and you kind of rattled around mm-hmm. a bit, and then you really put your hand into the letterbox of forgiveness. Can you mm-hmm. recall a time when you did that, James mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dale? Well, I remember a very similar situation where
1: I was at home with the dog of the house, mm-hmm. which was a little dog we had called Border Terrier Weasel. And he was the size about of an indoor football, and not much bigger, to be honest. I remember when my parents bought the dogging, they said, this dog is now going to become your younger brother. And I was five at the time, and I wasn't so stupid. And I said to my mammy, you are very thick, aren't you? And she she left the room, poor old mam, and daddy stuck around to answer the question. And he goes, you can't call your mother stupid, okay? They said this to your face. Yes. Didn't like it though. But I continued with my way. And my father told me that maybe you should go inside to the room and ask her to give you some forgiveness. So as I went into the room, I said to my mother, in the wise words of Jim Corr, do you forgive me? And she said in the wise words of Andrea Corr, you're forgiven, not forgotten. You're forgiven, not forgotten. Mm -hmm.
0: You're not forgotten. That's actually beautiful, Shamstead. Thank you. I want to thank you for sharing that moment with with me and, and with, an, with our audience. And mm-hmm. so moving on from the forgiveness there that your mother offered to mm-hmm. you and you offered to your mother and she accepted, mm-hmm. what was your relationship like then moving forward with your mother?
1: What I found is that the relationship with my mother at that time grew into sort of, if you've ever seen the back of a man's back that works out in flight at gym, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And if he stays away from the drink, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And sure, he might lose the ability to talk to friends, but he gets bigger. And that was like a relationship with my mother. Mm-hmm. A big old lump of muscle on the back of a lad's back. <laughs> I want to say is that I haven't talked to my mother in, oh God, it could be, I think it's about nine and a half years or about three or four days in between. Mm-hmm. And I miss her to bits. And I want to say, ma'am, if you're out there, I forgive you. So brave, so mm-hmm.
0: brave. If if Mother Owen is listening out there, I just wanna say your boy needs you. Mm-hmm. Your boy needs you. Mm-hmm. Your little boy. Remember the time maybe he scraped his knee, pissing tears out his as eyes as he was. Like a little like just a little you probably looked at him and said, You're crying a bit too much, doesn't hurt that much mm-hmm. but still you gave him a hug, patted his head, kissed his knee, sent mm-hmm. him on his way. So go play with the boys up the street. Yeah, I like that. Just remember that. He's still, although he sits here before me, a man, deep down, he's still a boy. Mm, well, he's, got the, he's got the heart of a boy.
1: I've got the heart of a boy, but I've got the body of a man.
0: Mm-hmm. And once you combine the two, you sort of get a sub-child. It is a sub-child that you have uh, been touring the country uh, with your base, obviously, in Monagol, that you have really been trying to establish within the mm-hmm. spiritual community that there is, the subchild that speaks before the adult, mm-hmm. that speaks to the adult inside, as you were recalling to me before the podcast started. Yes, Dr.
1: Jordan. And obviously, you are a, a student of psychology, mm-hmm. and we've all heard about Nietzsche. Mm-hmm. And a very important thing that he says in one of his works is that the issues with man's mind and the problems that we carry forward into the next step of our justice. Originate from the mother who is basically the root of every man and woman mm-hmm. so if you look at a tree in a field mm-hmm. and you see leaves falling from the tree that's that's the leaves falling from the tree mm-hmm. the root is in the ground mm-hmm. and that root is the mother mm-hmm. and that's where all the power comes from all the goodness all the badness and if you can't trust the root of your tree then you, you've, got a, you've got a problem with your mother
0: state Owen Now I believe that there Is something that you Want to address to our audience That you believe Mm. Can enhance their everyday life Yes
1: indeed Dr. Jordan There's a new concept That I'm working with With two very special people One from Israel And one from Palestine And it's called The coming together cushion And basically that's a cushion That you put between yourself And your other person in your life And you share half the cushion each And what you do is you take the left-hand part of the cushion. They take the right-hand part of the cushion. Mm-hmm. And you try and sleep for one night together. Mm-hmm. And that energy that you create between your two minds will end up creating connections, mm-hmm. making you stronger, mm-hmm. dealing you positive blows to the
0: mind. And you might,
1: you might get the hop.
0: Earlier today, you were explaining to me that you did do some extensive testing mm-hmm. of the connectivity cushion yes, between the Danes, and the Norwegians. Now, if you would like to elaborate a bit more on that research you committed.
1: Well, what I found is that the people of the Scandinavian sort of um, uh, area, as they would call it on on the map, is that those people are are known to be the most relaxed sort of humans in the world. And what they do is they work three-hour weeks, but they don't connect, a lot like the Japanese lads that you see walk around town. Mm. So what I've designed is this cushion that can help people connect and get back to their sort of their gorilla like state where you lie together and you connect with one another and you look into each other's eyes and you say, Yes, mm-hmm. this is us. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, if the amateur healer at home mm-hmm. wanted to purchase your connectivity cushion, what kind of price are we looking at? There? Well, I mean, for me,
1: it's impossible to put a price on spiritual growth. And that's one of the things I always say. Never never put a price on the growth of your own no, mind. No, but if you had to put an actual price on it that mm. someone could I mean, find. again, how do we define, I mean, the cost well, of Well, you so def- define it with... 300 quid, mate. <laughs> but it's well worth it. I mean, again, as I said before, I do believe that forgiveness is the way forward. So if someone... For example, as Dr. Jordan was trying to push there, maybe you know, he he really you really get caught up in the price of things, which I don't ever do. I feel like that you on a this may seem personal, and I think we can all take criticism. You get okay. very mad easily, whereas I don't, and that's because I've altered into the I've I've created a highway between the truth and honesty within my own mind. Well, no, if,
0: no if I could. Um, just stop you there but you but it, I, I wouldn't say I get mad easily but you do there is simple questions that warrant simple answers and I feel like if the if the if you are asking a question in life and that question is just not answered correctly then I it is warranted and it's what I again would like to call positive aggression where you do use that of course annoyance it, at someone who's being a bit of a, a piece of um human trash of um, course, but I mean, they you, won't
1: you have to take into consideration that there is different levels to this world, and if we were to take the human basic need level of providing for food and and shelter, and then you move up a step, which is psychology, which is a very important step, and mm-hmm. I highly recommend Dr. Jordan for all the people out there who what? don't don't want to pay for the proper stuff,
0: aka me and the boys. Hmm. spiritual um, leaders is what i call us yeah and for for anyone who feels as though they that they don't have the time the dedication the intelligence to commit to something as well established and uh, it shows results clearly every day as psychology then i do recommend that you do speak to my good friend uh my partner here let me ask you a Um, question dr jordan Mm -hmm. which came first the chicken or the egg well, I mean, let's look at it simply there. The egg, the egg is something that does give birth to a chicken. Mm-hmm. But how can an egg give birth to a chicken without a chicken to give birth to the egg? So using simple psychology, you do dictate that there was a mother hen, but it wasn't a traditional mother hen. They You're took wrong, on the... it was an egg.
1: You never see a new chicken walking around. It always starts off in an egg, mate. <laughs> Doctor Jordan, I forgive you, and let me get into this a small bit about forgiveness, um, because that
0: is the topic of today's show. And I forgive you. I'm saying I forgive you for uh, for interrupting me. There, it's okay, Doctor Jordan. You are forgiven, and and so are you.
1: Okay, so let's move on. Thank you for for accepting that. I forgive you. While we're on the topic today of forgiveness, and the episode is all about forgiveness, I want to speak a little bit about a lady that I used to spend a lot of time with. We were very close. In fact, we actually brought it to the level of marriage. And we both felt that we connected through the mind and through the spirit and, and through the chakras, each individually and also on a sort of outer level. And I found that it was the most amazing relationship that we we ever had that was an amazing time for five years and of course we all grow differently like two trees we grow in different directions and we all sort of find our own path and that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to stay together with this one particular person you can go whatever direction you choose I mean at the end of the day we're all trying to find our way and life is very special and I for one don't want to hold back another plant that grows and it's almost like two roots that come together. Well, and also, so, where,
0: no, so where is she? S- excuse me? Where? So you, what do you forgive her for? Where is she?
1: I forgive her because we all have different highways of growth in our lives. And that's fine. You know, I mean, we all have... Um, so she left you? She went off at a Polish fucking lad.
0: Well, I want to thank you uh, very much there for your honesty, Sham State Owen. Mm. And now, of course, we are at our question segment of the podcast. And we have a wonderful question here from a dear listener called Oldham Fanny Panton. Oldham Fanny Panton says, Dear the Love Spurts, for some reason my fiancé will not touch me at all and it is breaking my heart. Mm, he know. teases me, then he turns away. We are 33 mm. and we have not had sex in months. Oh my god, why? I try romantic dinners and sexy lingerie oh but god. nothing works when I suggest an early night I go upstairs, but he waits until I am asleep. He spends hours on his tablet. Wow, so weird. And he turns it over if I go near. He's serious, yeah? I tell him how I feel, and he apologises. And promises to change, but nothing happens. Sounds very sad. I am so <laughs> in love with him, but the lack of sex is killing me. Shamaste. I'm very sorry to
1: say that you're, you're missing out on the beautiful physical connection of lovemaking. And I I always say to my friends and family, don't leave it too long because you forget. And it's like a muscle when it comes to making love. You have to learn and teach yourself and teach your friends how to have sex. And it's a very important skill. And what I would say is maybe, just maybe, he's found an addiction to the physical nature of watching porn, which is a very dangerous path down a dirty little rabbit hole. And you can be on that laptop for fucking hours. And you're in the room if the lights turned off. And you're like, get out of the fucking room. I'll be knocking on this door. My house, my rules. And you're in there till five in the morning, just going at yourself, thinking, this is never going to stop, is it?
0: Do you uh, maybe feel that uh, a bout of communication and honesty mm-hmm. is key there with, with her partner and talking about her completely, feelings?
1: Completely. And honesty is a very important thing. And I think that number one, he should. Be honest with himself, first and foremost, and delete and clear the browser history that's on that computer. Oh, So you mean clean slate? Clean slate and just wipe the slate clean. Let nobody ever see what was on the hard drive and move forward because as the saying goes is ignorance is bliss. And his wife never needs to know that. But what I will say is next time you're on the tablet, put the tablet away and hop into the bed there with um, the girl because you might miss your chance. And it's a very bad thing to miss a chance to make love to somebody that is very special to you because it's happened to me in the past where I've been back at a girl's house and we're talking about spiritual forgiveness and the growth of the human psyche. And before you know it, she's gone to bed and I'm talking away to myself in the living room. When
0: was this? Sorry? When was this? Tuesday. I was out wheeling. You don't go out though?
1: No, but I was outside the place and I was, what I would call as. I was doing a P.U.W. system, which is picking up women late at night, and I find it's a very forgiving
0: nature of living. Now... I got the right, didn't uh, The The first thing I would say there, just based on what you would say, is that you do... you, you sound jealous. And as uh, John Lennon once said in his song, Jealous Guy, um, don't be jealous. Don't be a jealous guy. It's, it's actually... it's it's uh, It's bad. Isn't it
1: true that, um, Dr.
0: Jordan, you um, wrote a a small essay recently on jealousy because you and... I mean, I I don't want to overstep my mark, but I did, as I've abdicated in the past, there are numerous ways to get out your um, frustrations and anger, and uh, slam poetry is one of them. And I don't, as i was saying, I don't want to overstep my mark, but I have written a, a poem there which does address... The theme of forgiveness and jealousy, so... Let's hear it now. Um, so if you will. This poem, this particular piece is called The Liffy is My Love." Just Lover. say it, will you? <laughs> How are you? How are you doing there? Skag, skag for free? No thanks, I haven't got any change. Well, it's in my veins. The Liffy. The Liffy's like a river running through me. I don't mind if she bends, if she breaks. But never take the old girl away from me. Good a couple of pints there in she-beans no longer around. That's what I remember when you see me on the tracks and the and the be she's and the he he-shees. You know what I mean? Don't tell me you've got no place to live. Sure, we're all part of one community. Homeless, more like home-full, if you know what I mean. Keep love in your heart and there's no family you can ever... Suggests. A house is merely but a home, but no roof can ever tell me that the Liffey can ever be me free. Dublin's in my heart. Dublin's my princess. Give a crown for me and I'll give you a couple of smacks on the old Lewis. And I'll tell you, Stephen's green? More like Stephen's mean, if you know what I mean. Don't forgive me if I can't ever forgive you. Tell Bono there. I'll see you tomorrow thank you. Now that particular poem is um, available on my website. That was and, um, You just you were just putting words together. No, you need to listen to
1: it. I did. And if uh, you'd
0: listen with your ears and not the the part of your um, insides that are filled with jealous bile, then you'll, you'd probably see that that was actually deeply emotionally connecting.
1: I thought, I thought it was shite. But I want to thank you and I will forgive you for saying that poem.
0: No, I forgive you. Thank you. For You're welcome. Give you. Thank you. I accept your forgiveness, which in many ways, as the podcast we did last week, acceptance is the is the next step. Mm. So there's forgiveness, of course, mm-hmm. which is what we're talking about today. But then above forgiveness is acceptance, of course, and and
1: above that again is me accepting.
0: Mm, but in many ways, that becomes second to me accepting you because I have a degree
1: but i also have breached levels of the mind that you don't even know exist you've locked away little chambers in your mind and you're a bitter little shit
0: um well i um, obviously i do thank you for your honesty there state owen you're welcome this is an open forum and you are quite welcome no matter how uh wrong and insidious you do become With the you are absolutely welcome to mm-hmm. speak your mind of course
1: and even if, if it is bluster such as the poem you just did there by all means get it off your chest and once you get through the, the bullshit level of crap is what I call it you open up into a spiritual level of utopia which is where I live okay. and you Dr. Jordan and I truly respect you but you are your bottom tier shit <laughs>
0: And welcome back to The Love Spurts, your guide to love, sex, and happiness with me, Dr. Jordan and Shamaste Owen. And I would like to thank my partner here, Shamaste Owen. I do truly respect every single thing he has to say and I am extremely appreciative of anything he says, regardless of context or what it is. So I do, once again, want to thank Shamaste Owen for um,
1: accompanying me today.
0: And thank you so much, guys. And do not forget to
1: buy the cushion Thank you for listening to me today. Thank you. Shamaste. I will finish with this note. Man does not power you. The mind can conquer the will of the wisdom. When my father was a child, he said to me, Son, you will grow up to be my father. And I said, Dad Don't I didn't what was the end of that? So here's an exercise that I do once a morning to help me approach the day in a very positive way. It only takes 30 seconds. Here we go. Forgive. Forgive me for the man that stepped in front of me today. Forgive me for the child that I nearly crushed. Forgive me for the mother that I spat at. Forgive me for my need to borrow money from people to never return. Forgive me for that dog that I threw into a bush. (laughs) Forgive me for the people that I pushed in Tesco. I need to get food sometimes. Forgive me for the way I looked at my father's wife. She needs me more than I need her. Forgive me for the bus that I stood in front of and told them, you need to leave this field. Most of all, forgive me. For forgiving me. That's, that's it. Really. <laughs> and you are listening to The Love Spurts. Healing every listener. One at a time. Shamaste. Uh,
0: and thank you for listening.